0: Dear ones, you're listening to the What God Is Not podcast with Father Michael O'Loughlin and Mother Natalia. Hello, listeners. Father Michael, Um, for the first time ever, I'm doing my own intro. Normally, do the other one's intro, but Mother is is busy with none, things she had to run and do. Uh, Today, we're doing the second part of uh, a dual podcast on Be Not Afraid and the Fear of God. And today is the Fear of the Lord or Fear of God. Uh, today we're talking about the fear of the Lord. I really like this one. Um, mother said she wasn't going to say anything, and then she talked a lot, which I very, very much appreciated um, because I was hoping she would. So we talk about um, what the, the fear of the Lord is, how hard it is to talk about this, how many people misunderstand what this is. So I, I think that we did a good job. The Holy Spirit worked through us to explain in a way that is makes the fear of the Lord, which is the beginning of wisdom, Solomon says makes it uh, a desirable thing something to be understood and desired at least in in some way so uh, if you are a hashtag banter hater you are in luck we banter for maybe two minutes at the very beginning but not really so you may just want to keep on listening this of course is a short one um, since we tied the two together so yeah keep on listening y'all and uh, I don't even know we usually give some sort of teaser but just I hope that was a teaser enough God bless you Sorry, I was I forgot to pray. That's oh, it's already recording. We're gonna pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> On the recording, we're a mess. Um, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my messiness. Um, thank you for our messiness. Um, thank you for cleaning up messes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for uh, understanding us, and thank you for helping us grow and mature. Thank you for Mother and I. Thank you for our gifts that you've given us. Thank you for giving us the power to participate in them and to use them well. Please clean up any ways that we don't do that well and keep from our minds and our hearts and the ears and the minds of our listeners anything that we say that is not helpful to your kingdom. Uh, Please keep away the attacks of enemies, visible and invisible. Please, Lord, bless this technology. Allow us to use it wisely. Um, Please, Lord, as... As we talk about in this episode, um, help us to understand the nuance and the wisdom and the beauty and the virtue of the fear of God and what that means truly. Please help a, a topic like this to not distract us from your love and your generosity and your kindness and your tenderness, but rather to help us understand, um, our place in the life of holiness and what true intimacy was, what, um, and letting you define what true intimacy is, Lord. Please bless. That allow me to explain this and mother to explain this in a way that will be helpful rather than distracting. Lord, we pray, heavenly king, comforter, spirit of truth, everywhere present and filling all things, treasure of blessings and giver of life, come and dwell within us, cleanse us of all stain and save our souls, O gracious one. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Glory to Jesus Christ.
1: Glory to him forever.
0: Sands, we recording. Right, normally we do that prayer off, but I hit record, then try to hit stop record, then anyway, it did not not work out as well. So welcome. Hello, Mother.
1: Hello, Father.
0: And we also have two uh, backstage guests. So welcome to uh, David, I'm just going to say your name, and also to Chris. Um, so thank you to our backstage guests who, if you want to jump on, go on our Patreon, and uh, we invite certain Patreons to uh, be backstage and watch us live and Watch all the hilarity that ensues mm-hmm. um, when Mother bees mother.
1: <laughs> Why am I the only hilarity here?
0: Um, backstage listeners, isn't Mother the only hilarity? I, I think so. <laughs> say something. Say something in the chat. In the chat, yeah. <laughs> um, um,
1: oh, all right. Oh, David says no. You're also you're also hilarity, Father Michael.
0: Uh, my goal is to my my goal is to just be a facilitator of Mother's hilarity. That's what that's what my goal is. Um, I know I know we said we were going to banter, but I saw this photo today on Instagram of Jennifer who's the who's the actress Jennifer, the younger one, um,
1: Jennifer Lawrence.
0: Yes, Jennifer Lawrence. Thank you, and and she's. I can't she was believe like,
1: I never know when you ask
0: me these questions. <laughs> she is like, there's this photo. It's beautiful. There's these four mm. women, all all very well-known actresses, wearing beautiful, beautiful dresses, and they're like sitting in the forest, and they're all just sitting very affectionately, looking like friends and sisters. And it is like I've never seen a more beautiful photo of like women of like modern day actresses, and it's just it's done so so well. And um and Jennifer Lawrence looks so awkward.
1: Oh, <laughs> so, and you and thought of like, me?
0: No, I I you, you saying awkward <laughs> made me think of this. But like she, the funny thing is like she she says she's awkward, but you're like, come on, you're you're gorgeous and you're beautiful. You can't be awkward. But she kind of is awkward. And there, there's just a few things that popped up <laughs> on social media, and I'm like, I'm glad she could just own it. It's like her posture, <laughs> like they're all looking so affectionate with each other, like they've known each other for years and they're sisters. But she's just like her posture's a. little little bit off and the way her arm is a little bit off. And I know she would laugh at this. I know I'm not, obviously she doesn't listen, but I, I bet like I know she'd laugh But <laughs> it. I was like, I was like, I'm glad even when like, when someone says something like I, when I say I have a big head people are like, yeah, you do. Like I, I, lo- I look like an upside down traffic cone. Like that's funny because it's true. You know, um, <laughs> just this, I like, I start then at the bottom. I go up uh, at the top anyway. Um, <laughs> so uh so yes anyway okay on to the topic
1: <laughs> <laughs> This the one of the weirdest banter
0: topics oh, thank ever you.
1: okay on to the topic
0: are you paying attention to this four minutes to 30 seconds yes okay. so i paid attention okay
1: um that's a perfect transition into fear of the lord
0: <laughs> yes um perfect i could not have planned it better is that what um, you said you
1: wanted to call this because i already named it on the spreadsheet yes,
0: yes fear we're of the lord just having fear all
1: the breaking it. of the fourth wall okay
0: that's okay. So um, last episode, dear listeners, we did a podcast on Be Not Afraid. And we talked about uh, Jesus walking on the water and Jesus saying, be not afraid of the apostles and Peter walking in the water, then falling and Jesus picking him up, et cetera. Um, I wanted to talk about um, the fear of the Lord. And this, I'll just give a quick introduction like I did last time. Fear of the Lord is one of those topics that I think it's hard for any Christian to talk about because we just, we haven't, at least I say, I'm not going to say we, I haven't as a priest of 18 years who went through a full theology and then University of Steubenville, Thomas Aquinas College, like some of the best Catholic institutions in the country, I, in my opinion. And yet there are still topics where I'm like, please don't ask that. I do not have a good answer and I honestly I love it I love it because it just it keeps us humble there there are certain topics that keep even of us those of us that, that should have many more answers than most it keeps us humble so this is a topic that keeps me very humble and I'll start with that because even after preaching on this to my parish both communities and after like trying to explain it to friends they all gave me this look like nah Nah, it's it's still not it's still not satisfying enough of an explanation for why Solomon says in in Proverbs Proverbs nine I believe that that a fear of God is the beginning of wisdom or fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. What what is the fear of the Lord? Um, how does it relate to be not afraid? To as you quoted last episode, Mother um, Saint Paul says, "Perfect love casts out all fear." Um, what what does the fear of God mean? It's it's in the list of virtues we see all the time. I I have heard a couple explanations that I'm certainly not satisfied by. Like they say, well, it's just it's just awe, like awe. It's awe, and I'm like, then why didn't he say awe? Like I, like <laughs> it, it's you know that it's it's reverence. Well, why didn't he say reverence? You know that there's that there's words for those things as well. There's concepts for those things as well, but especially in the old testament we, we and, and even again lists of of virtues that we have the fear of the lord the fear of god um and and what does that mean I can say with full confidence, it does not mean you need to be afraid of God as if he's going to get mad at you and he's going to punish you. You do not need to be afraid of God. As I've heard many people say that they feel that God is just kind of waiting for them to fail or to break a law and then he's going to smite them or send them to hell. It does not mean when when we talk about some disordered individual, some toxic individual, to use a common, a current phrase, it does not mean that that you need to somehow like people. Authorities sometimes nowadays use fear to control, right? So they 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 control those who are quote beneath them in some way through fear. This is not God. That that is is one of the worst heresies. It, it is to think that God wants to control us through fear or that He's doing. Just like um, that song, I've, I've totally spaced the name of it right now. But uh, you know, um, the Armenian band, hard rock band, um, self righteous suicide. Sorry, um, you guys have heard it. It has like one of the best drum lines of many rock songs. Um, anyway, um, but but it, it's very anti Christian, and and he and he's saying that Jesus's death on the cross was a self righteous suicide. You know, it's it's like that. There's no God is not self righteous. You know, God is not like other human authorities that who controls through fear, there's something else here. And I think it's just like trying to explain the role of the mother of God to a Protestant. You know, it's, it's like saying in order to honor her, you have to know in the depth of your being that she is not God, you know, Mm -hmm. to, to, to give her proper honor, you have to have the foundation, the assumption that she is something completely created by God is, 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 like us in being a create creature, not created, when we do not worship her in anywhere near the same way we worship God. But once you understand that, then you can give her immense, immense honor. Um
1: props exactly. for um props for starting out the episode with some apophatic theology of What fear of the Lord
0: is not. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. I didn't even think about that. What fear of the Lord is not. So, so, but what, what, what is, what is the fear of God? I I listened to a few podcasts on this. I did a bit of research. Um, Those who have done more research than me are going to realize I did not do enough. Um, But as I mentioned last time, I'm not going to let the perfect be the enemy of the good. So I'm just going to, I'm going to say it and let the spirit work what he's going to do and i would love obviously your feedback mother and any emails angry or otherwise you want to send to me dear listeners please do um i just Can i, I want to share one thing helpful.
1: before you start please. just because i'm not going to get a word in because you're going to have so many amazing things to say and i want to forget to stop the only and
0: look at you since you said that and i'm going to make you say things throughout this podcast
1: i know i'm saying you're going to have amazing things to say and i only have one thought and i'm going to forget it so i'm going to share it now um is that because when you started this topic, I was like, I can't talk about the fear of the Lord because I don't actually know what it is. Right, and so right, exactly. good job, Father Michael. I'm glad you're doing this and not me. <laughs> Better <laughs> you than me. But um, but the one thing that I did just think of is I think it's important to remember, like when, as you were talking about what the fear of the Lord is not, um, it's not control. It's not um, this like self-righteous um, dictatorship. I think that something key to remember that because God is love, even when he calls us to fear, it's a fear that needs to be driven by love. Um, and it's a fear that's supposed to drive to love. Um, it's like the thing that needs passed through um, in order to land in a place of love. And the the analogy that comes to mind is like, adults want their children to have a healthy fear of the cars in the street, Um, And that's not because they want to control their kids. It's because they love their children and want them to be safe. And so they instill this fear in them. You know, they might even say like, this is what could happen if you run out. This is what could happen if you put your hand on the hot burner. This is what could happen. You know, and it's like they want to instill this fear out of a sense of protection and love, not out of um, like the fear being the end in and of itself. Um, And... So that's the that's the analogy that comes to mind because like, um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's part of it. That's not, anyways. That's part of it.
0: So yes, and I. I I think, and I'm I'm pushing back on myself here, not on you, because I, I just want to make sure that this is like it's like I I want to make sure we like that's the fear of sin mm. or the fear of so yes it, we we no, can take that point. and apply it to the fear of God, but I I think the image that came to mind when you, when you were saying that is it's like having <laughs> a fear of public speaking or 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 a fear of of preaching, right? So um when when we when we are when we're in seminary, there needs to be well, as we're being taught. To lead, to govern, to sanctify, to preach, to forgive um, sins—you know—through the sacraments. When we are being taught these things, those are such good things. Mm -hmm. They're beautiful, good things that 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 God uses to save souls. And yet, there should be a a fear of messing up, like you mentioned, getting hit by a car. There should be a fear of leading others astray. And it's it's, not—it's—it's within the context of something really good, but the immensity of the call, the immensity of the vocation to those things. I don't think enough men go into the, walk into the confessional with a fear of God. In other words, I don't think they walk into the confessional. It's not a fear that God's going to strike me down if I mess this up. It's, it's, it's a fear in a sense. It's like saying, I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing with him, right? I'm kind of, God does not fear of course, but I, I'm, I'm on God's side in this. Jesus says, I'm inviting you into such an immense thing. And I go, I hear you, Lord. Like this is, I'm kind of startled by your invitation into this as well. And I, I'm going to accept it because you not only invite, but you empower. Hmm. Um, But, but there's this, there's this, I approach this responsibility, this vocation with with the fear of God in a sense that that the fear of the Lord, that there is God is so big and I am so small. God is so good and I am so weak in goodness. Mm-hmm. That there, there there is a chasm, there's a disparity between me and God that I stand and I shudder because. Not only in what God has asked me to do, but even as I look at that chasm, I think that's why why Solomon says that's the beginning of wisdom. In other words, to to be to have wisdom, this this proper alignment of my perceptions and my behavior, a proper alignment with with the the I I look out at the world and I see good and bad, and as I look out at the world and I see good and bad. Um, I can utilize the gift of wisdom to to take in the good and reject the bad. To when when it when I when most of people and even I cannot discern what is good and, and evil. This is what Adam and Eve did. They right? they they could not discern. They grasped at the tree, of the knowledge of good and evil, because they they in a sense were too immature. Many would say to to be able to make that decision for themselves. They didn't approach that tree with the fear of God. They approached that tree with a certain um, desire maybe even a jealousy for God likeness. Um, But there's a, the fear of God is a, well, I've called it for years, um, awe, A-W-E, with consequences or reverence with consequences. In other words, I stand before something and I say, look how big that is. I'm in awe of it. But the consequences mean that this means I need to convert. Literally, this is so beautiful. I need to change my life. I've shared before, I, I had, I had a girlfriend, um, one time who was so much fun to hang out with and she was, she fit my personality so well. We had so much fun together, but, but there was no, we were having almost so much fun together that there was no real need for me to change. I didn't have to become a better man for her. I just needed to be what I was. And yet there were women I was attracted to and women I dated later on that absolutely Made me want to be a better man. They made me want to pray more. They made me want to get a gym membership. They made me want to to love better and to sacrifice. So, th- this is what, in a sense, the fear of God is. I see God. I see how big and perfect He is. I see how small and imperfect I am. I see the distance between those things, and and that I believe is is a good definition of the of the fear of God. It's not a distance that is that I cannot cross. Christ is actually inviting me to cross that distance. There's a chasm there. And, but I, I do so with an understanding of my own unworthiness because just by the objective fact that God is, is a creator and I'm created. There, there, there's a distance there, but yet there's the invitation. And so I, the fear of God being the beginning of wisdom is that understanding, that reverence, if you will, for the distance, but also a, 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 a demand almost by God to cross over that chasm. He invites us into his own divine life. He's not going to leave us where we are in our sinful state. He sees it. He sees the chasm and he says, look how big I am. Look how small you are. And now I invite you into my bigness. Mm -hmm. And so we say like, the the consequences of not doing this are dire, especially since we are all one in the body of Christ, and we all affect each other. So one of the examples that I've heard as I was doing research in this was St. Peter at the very beginning, I think it's in the gospel of Luke, when Christ calls the apostles and Peter, they've been fishing all night. They haven't caught anything. They come to the coast. Jesus says, go back out, cast your net. They cast it. They bring in so many fish that the nets are breaking. And as they bring us away, the nets are breaking. Peter says to Jesus, depart from me, Lord, for I'm a sinful man. The, the, that phrase, depart from me, Lord, from a sinful man, is in a sense what the fear of God is. It's saying the part is a certain distance. Like the, the, there's a distance between you and I. And right now you are, you are too close. You, you, you are at the very beginning of Peter's, again, but the, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. At the beginning of Peter's life and ministry, He, he sees the distance. He says, depart, create distance, Lord, create distance, because the distance is proper. You're Mm -hmm. big. I'm small. You can use miracles. I can't, I'm too sinful for the, for us to not have this distance. And so, um, I, I stand, I stand far. And yet the beautiful thing is, where do we hear the fear of God? at least twice out loud, there's a few other times, that the, at least twice in the divine liturgy, I'm not asking this mother, I'm gonna tell you. To, there, there's at least twice in the divine liturgy- um, Approaching where, the Eucharist. There we go. With fear exactly. of God. <clears throat> and there's one time before that in the, in the initial litanies that we, that we say, I'm, I'm, I don't have the book in front of me, but it's something like, for all who enter this church with faith, reverence, and the fear, and of, fear God, of God, let yeah. us pray to the Lord. So mm-hmm. when we enter the church, we're entering with the fear of God. And the priest is praying, the deacon is praying for those who have entered the fear of God. So what what this makes me think of is this makes me think of, of the the publican, right? Who enters the back of the temple, stays mm-hmm. back, looks up and bows his head and says, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Whereas the Pharisee walks right to the front. There, there's no fear of God. He walks to the front. He thanks God, which is good. But then he condemns the publican. that. that Anybody who had more fear of God would not do that. He would not assume an intimacy because the publican goes away. Un- publican goes away justified. The Pharisee does not. So, in other words, the the fear of God allowed the publican to have an intimacy with God that the Pharisee assumed, but did not have. So
1: I'm I'm loving this, by the way. Amen.
0: So yeah. any insights you have, please I have, let I the have, spirit roll.
1: I have three things that I want to say. Nice, um, go. go and well, <laughs> don't get excited yet. Um, But I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm just really, really loving what, what you have to say. But it like, it reminds me of also when Jesus, like, I've never thought of this before. Of like the fear of the Lord is just a lack of presumption, basically. Um, yeah. Like yeah. Um, is what, I'm, that was not a dig on the fact that you say that you have a lot of presumption. I mean, oh, it's, it's, it's a lack dig of away. presumption in relationship. Dig away. Like, um, it's the it's the saying that um, it's like the um, the taking the lower spot at the table and then being invited up higher. It's yep. um, and it it kind of reminds me of um, this was one of the three things as you're speaking. I'm thinking this is a ridiculous analogy and also um I'm really sorry to Catholic families who um are going to be angry about what I'm about to say but it reminds me of a scene in Harry Potter uh, because I really like Harry Potter. Anyways, so, um, but, like, there's this creature, this hippogriff, and um, you have to approach the, like, it's this majestic creature, and you have to approach it with timidity and with respect. And, like, you first bow down, and you keep a distance, and then only after the hippogriff, like, also bows down and kind of invites you closer, then you know that um, it's safe to approach. And if you don't do that, and you don't make that, like, humble gesture first, and you just presume upon an intimacy, um, then like things get bad. But uh, it's not a great analogy, um, which is why we don't usually make analogies for who God is. We only talk about who he's not or what he's not. But anyways, um, but the other thing that I wanted to mention, so as you were talking, and you could probably see that I was on a different website, Father Michael, it wasn't because I was bored by you. It's because I wanted to look up something on Katina, which is just this really great website slash app that I've talked about before. C-A-T-E-N-A. You um, can look up any Bible verse and most of the Bible verses has commentary from um, like church fathers. And so I was looking up the passage, um, the verse, perfect love casts out fear. And the first thing I have to say is (laughs) not St. Paul, definitely John. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So um, I'm gonna just jump ahead and um say now thank you to all of the listeners who emailed us after last week's episode when <laughs> I talked about <laughs> um St. Paul saying that perfect love casts out fear. But what I meant was that because the apostles were of one body and since Paul became an apostle, he um was in communion with John. And so <laughs> when I Keep said Keep on that, digging.
0: Keep on digging. <laughs>
1: Um, Okay, anyways, so um, in 1 John 4, um, this is actually especially bad because I really love 1 John. It's like one of my favorite books and it just blanked. Anyways, so 1 John 4, 18 is when he says, um, perfect love casts out fear. But there's a commentary on it from um, Augustine and um, he references he uses that verse and then references the verse from Proverbs that you were talking about, Father Michael. So he says, let fear make the beginning because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And then he says, I think pretty much what you're saying, Father Michael. He says, fear, so to say, prepares a place for charity. But once charity has begun to inhabit, the fear which prepared the place for it is cast out. For in proportion, as this increases, that decreases. And the more this comes to be within is the fear cast out. Greater charity, less fear. Less charity, greater fear. But if no fear, there is no way for charity to come in. So Augustine is basically saying that the the fear of the Lord creates the space for charity, um, which I think very much jives with, with what you've been saying. So I just was excited to share that and also to acknowledge my foibles See,
0: of th- th- that words. that that answers a question that i had according to augustine but i don't i don't know if i agree 100 percent with him on this and i i know it's probably a nuanced thing it's probably a nuanced thing but i do think
1: i mean he says do, a lot more that's just an excerpt from yeah
0: yeah and i i, I totally get what he's saying and i appreciate it but um, also this is coming again from my brain, which is, which tends towards presumption. But I, I asked, is there going to be fear of God in heaven? You know, and I, I think he would say no, according to that quote. But I, mm-hmm. I do think that there is a, the Eastern view would be that there is always that, that, that we're, we will never see God's essence. We'll see his energy. So the, the fact that there's even that distance, even in heaven, the fear of God is not something that's going to be Heaven is perfect. The, the, the fear of God is acknowledging how great God is and how small I am. Even when we're united in theosis, there's still a thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. There's still a, a, a thing. Uh, saying I deserve this is never a good thing. Saying I receive something I don't deserve is just such a beautiful, beautiful, peaceful place to be. Um, so anyway, I, may, I don't know if there's any fear of God in heaven. Holy, he's, of course, much more holy than I am. He's a saint. But, but I, I, I do think <laughs> that there's a way of looking at it to say, I don't want people to be adverse to this virtue. And so therefore, mm-hmm. it's something desire. Desire the fear of God. Desire that acknowledgement of the distance that God wants to bridge. Um, and like you said, uh, w- what do we say at the right before people receive the most intimate moment they will ever receive in the entire life? Right before they receive the body and blood of Christ into their own bodies approach approach with with the fear of God. And with faith. Right. But, 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 but the fear of God is that this is a, that's the paradox. The paradox is an approach with the fear of God approach with a distance approach with reverence approach with, with a awareness of the difference between the two. So
1: I I think that's why the and faith part is important because I think it's like approach with the fear of God, and with the faith that he provides what's lacking. Yes. Um, like approach and with the fear of God and also the faith that he is inviting you into this.
0: I would need to ask Father David Petrus. And so I'm just, I'm literally making this up. I could be completely wrong, but <laughs> you know, many, many, I'd am, many add and love approach with the fear of God, mm. with faith and with love. Um, mm-hmm. I know the Melkites, some Melkites do at least not, if not all, and some- I think the Romanians do, as, do well. as well. Romanians do as well. So I'm saying that only because I think and love was added later on to- because people were un, people were uncomfortable with the fear of God, I'm wondering if faith was also added later on. Because I also we love how the
1: Romanians, when it comes to the doors, the doors, um, like that's the part of the liturgy right before the creed at which the catechumens would be um, mm-hmm. would depart. And I really love that the Romanians <laughs> they say um, the doors, the doors, um, catechumens depart all of the catechumens depart, let none of the catechumens remain. <laughs> and then I'm just like, if you didn't get it the first time. <laughs>
0: Anyways, it's funny. So, so I, I do think that there's a, that, that's in a sense the solution. And we need to see this positive thing because of the approach of the fear of God and with faith and with love. But mm-hmm. approach of the fear of God, in other words, you, you're, gonna, you're gonna be a little bit hesitant by nature. But Christ is inviting you beyond that hesitation to understand. And this goes back to what we talked about last time, the last episode of Peter on the Boat. In other words, there's a, you are, are by nature, we're more in a sense by nature. I, I've got to think through that, but we're more, afraid of the wind and the waves than we are attracted to Christ. Mm -hmm. Peter was more afraid of the wind and the waves than he was attracted to Christ. And, And it's because of our fallen nature, if you will, you know, it's because of Adam and Eve. So, so in a sense, we're saying, I, I say I have the fear of God and I know I do, but at some point to use Augustine's concept here, at some point I say, I acknowledge that, but it's it's not something I th- I, I never stop thanking God for for inviting me past that chasm, that that void, if you will, that massive space that's beyond space. I always thank God for that, but it's not like I don't worry about it. It's not on my mind. I don't that there there's a certain like I you know I there's people that say I'm sorry too much, and it's because it started out as a true thing. And then, and then there's just like it kind of gets annoying. I'm like, please, you, you don't say you're sorry because you're actually not hurting me at all, at all. Like, <laughs> so you're saying this, but it, get, it gets a little bit annoying. It obviously doesn't get annoying to God, but and I, I'm not talking about you, mother, at all. Um, <laughs> only our Patreon <laughs> listeners can see that you're in some way identifying this with yourself, but um, by look on your face. But but there's there's just you say at some point like. I've invited you in. Like, I've made the decision that you're going to be close to me. Mm -hmm. You don't need to say I'm sorry. I've, Mm -hmm. I've decided. That, that, that your little foibles or whatever you're doing, I've decided that, that was not going to affect our relationship. So just, you know, go ahead and stop saying, I'm sorry, just because I know, I know you feel thankful. I know you feel, you know, I, I know you do. So I think that even in our vocabulary, even in our conversations with God, that, that happens. But I do think that's just such a beautiful moment now in approach with the fear of God, with faith and mm-hmm. with love, approach with the fear of God, because he's saying you have the, you have a, you have, a, you have a, a natural, beautiful understanding of that we have a different, in nature, we're different in nature, but I'm actually asking you to, I'm inviting you into my own nature. Um, So this has a lot to do with like why we begin, why we fast before feasts, why we fast before receiving the Eucharist. The fasting is the fear of God. We fast out of the fear of God. We fast because of the distance. We're acknowledging the distance that Christ invites us beyond fasting to feast.
1: Yeah. And I think this is, I mean, it's also very applicable to just um, all of our relationships and all of the things that we feel the Lord calling us to in our ministry and in, in things like that, you know, it's like this, um, each person that the Lord places in our life, I I mean this with complete sincerity. And it's, I mean, it's coming from a place of just things I've been praying with all week, but, um, like each person in our life really, really is a gift and a treasure and, um, and we can take that for granted and, um, I think there really does need to be this, like, the Lord is giving me this person and I don't deserve this person and, and they are to be reverenced. And like, even that relationship, I need to approach with, mm-hmm. um, with the fear of God. Like, I'm humbled that he has entrusted this person to me in some sense. You know, I, I particularly feel this as a spiritual mother. Like, um, and so, so those who have been placed, um, like I've been placed in authority over them and to to have that that fear of the lord um you know for for the hegumenna of the monastery to have the the fear of the lord of like you're entrusting this thing to me and um it's totally like out of the realm of my capabilities I'm completely incapable um but with god all things are possible and so but to just realize like this is impossible for me and to have that fear of like even um, he's asking these things of us and, yeah. and we're incapable of them. Um, but then to approach because he's asking them of us and he yeah. will provide what's lacking. Um, exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And I'll finish with this because we're getting near the end of our time. Um, but uh, in the mother, are we still doing a third? Sorry to break the fourth wall real quick. You need to be done by... In a half an hour, correct? We
1: can we can do we can do a third, but I'm going to have to keep it to like 45 minutes. Yeah,
0: cool. Let's do it. Um, Then we'll we'll, let's finish up. But my my last thought on this episode then is that there's a certain um, and I've talked to this before, immodesty with not fearing God. In Mm -hmm. other words, and I bring in immodesty because it's like on a first date you don't share. Your deepest, darkest secrets, like you mm-hmm. don't share your deepest traumas. You, the, the, that person hasn't earned it yet, right that that person or maybe
1: maybe we should say like it's that's not the healthy thing. Or, or
0: we shouldn't. Maybe not, right. we don't. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, okay. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So, we, we, it's not the healthiest thing. We shouldn't do it because that 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 person there's not there's not the trust established. Because mm-hmm. when I share my deepest darkest, it needs to be with a certain intimacy that there's a trusting of that person. So there's a certain immodesty to sharing too much too quickly. We we know this when it comes to clothing, right? When like you share too much too quickly, and and it it presumes a, a, a intimacy that's not there it presumes mm-hmm. a relationship that's not there yet. Um one day it will be there. One day hopefully the girl that I'm dating will I'll see her totally naked, you know, and that that'll be a good moment. That that intimacy will be I'm me obviously in general. Um like like <laughs> when I say hi. So there's that like that intimacy will be 100%. But right now on on date 1 or, you know, it's not there yet. So the I oh, thing with with sharing too much. So when when I if I because uh, again, one uh, thing I wanted to tie into this, when when it says we should presu- well, we don't want to presume intimacy, you know, yes, we kind of do. I've, I shared the story about the little girl that was adopted by my family, right? So she became a little bit rebellious, or not adopted when she was just a foster baby. She started presuming on on love enough to be a little rebel, and I loved it. So, mm-hmm. but 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 then the nuance is real. Like what does what do I mean by presuming intimacy? Like I can I know that God loves me. I know He's not going to be mad at me. I know this, but that's not the intimacy I'm presuming. I'm presuming that God wants to love me. If if I assume that I'm already there, this is a big issue in the in the church right now. It's in modality, right? Where where there's an immodesty when we think that if any. Clergyman thinks that he can invite people into his parish and they can just participate in everything: Eucharist, babysitting guild. You don't have any safe environment requirements. You know, there's a certain immodesty with saying you that we the church are the body of Christ. We're a family. There's a certain fear of God we need to have with participating fully. You Mm -hmm. know, there needs to be a fear of God of saying I need to go through the steps. Of, of receiving the invitation into this body of Christ in a way. Um, and and I, so I need to approach even parish membership with the fear of God. I need to approach everything in a sense of the fear of God, anything that involves real intimacy. So I make sure the intimacy is correct, not a false intimacy like the Pharisee had that thought he was closer to God than he was. That, that That's actually a non intimacy, whereas the publican had, a, had an immense intimacy, at least offered to him. He saw his womb to grow like all of us, but yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else, Mother?
1: Um, No, I think we should wrap up. I mean, there's a lot we could say on this topic, but I think we should wrap up. Um, But I'm going to give some shout-outs to our um, patrons on Patreon. Do it. Uh, Five of those. So thank you to Emily T. from Minnesota, Matt B. from Ohio, Amber P. from New York, Chris C. from Canada, that's not a state. British Columbia. <laughs> Is British Columbia the state? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm showing my ignorance here so much. Um, I was talking with a discerner from Canada recently, and she said something about going to a provincial park. And I was like, that makes sense. You wouldn't call it a state park. It would be a provincial <laughs> park. Anyways, um, it's fascinating. So thanks, Chrissy And Bob M. from California. What's your stomping grounds, Father Michael? You. Yeah. Does stomping grounds just mean where you live? Like, can I say that, or does stomping grounds mean kind of like your home place, like where you came from? Do you know what
0: I mean? I think it means where you spend your life, where you stomp around, where you where you walk, where you drive, where you where you okay. be, where you live,
1: <laughs> where you be. Okay. Um, I asked one of my
0: Spanish-speaking friends the difference between "aquí" and "acá," like "ven uh-huh. acá," "ven aquí," yeah. and she said that like "ven aquí" means "come right here." And Vanaka uh-huh. is like the general area. Huh. I hope I'm not switching those up. Sorry, Angelica. I think I'm not switching those up. Anyway, um, <laughs> so Aki is, yeah. So anyways, it's like, it's like that. It's like my stomping ground is more my my Aka, like uh-huh. my area.
1: Okay. Um, so thanks to our patrons. Do you want to um, do the wrap up, Father Michael? Yeah.
0: Thank you all for listening. Uh, if you want to share what we do, and we appreciate that, and I hope God does too. Uh, we are on uh, all the social media, well indeed not all of them. We are on Instagram and Facebook at what god is not. I am on Twitter at Padre Michael O. Um, we have we are on YouTube, but audio only. We have a Goodreads page. You can check us out, what God is on Goodreads, see what we're reading, we can see what you're reading. We have a nonprofit called Fotina, P-H-O-T-I-N-A.org. Um that is supported through our Patreon, pay P. A-T-R-E-O-N, a T R E O N, look up What God Is Not. Um you can support us that way. We really, really appreciate it. Um there are certain incentives like our uh, our listeners in who are backstage right now listening in and uh doing watching uh live and actually seeing our faces. If you want to join that, join Patreon. Uh we have a email address, what god is not, podcast at gmail.com, and you can uh keep in contact with us that way. Mother Oh, actually I do my prayers first, don't I?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um 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 always do you want me to go first yes go ahead please
1: okay um please pray for my new friend mason who i met at the theology of the body retreat he is um a lutheran assistant pastor uh and he's just super beautiful he's um a good friend of uh father travis mutual friend of father michael and my um and then our prayer intentions from our backstage listeners our patrons um Christopher asks for prayers for, um, for those that we know who are afraid of the fear of the Lord, um, like mm. those with just apathy or apostasy or willingness to surrender, um, that the Holy Spirit can enlighten them. So those who are afraid of that fear of the Lord. And then David uh, is beginning his first year as an RCIA catechist. So prayers for David that God would allow him to share um, the cause of his hope in them. In him, with them, so, um, yeah. Amen.
0: You guys have so much better prayer intentions than I do. I um, yeah. I'm going to say the two things came to mind when you were mentioning yours, mother. Um, I have a, I have a, someone I've. It, there's a, a young woman named marissa who is the uh wine steward at a wine bar that i've been going to and um she's just so incredibly fun to talk to and um i was very honored because the, the, after we had like a really good conversation I, I was chatting with her again and she said that like i was like oh i, I talked to my friends about you she's like i talked to my friends about you too and i was like oh it was kind of those moments like you mentioned mother like oh, can we be friends now is this what we do um so pray for marissa um great woman. And then also, if you'll pray for a woman in my congregation who, um, I mentioned the story that when I finished preaching about this, the fear of God, I looked for like affirmation and she was looking very confused and like, it wasn't enough. So just pray for her. Um, whatever's going on. Um, there may be more going on. Maybe not. Maybe I just was preached out horribly, but anyway, if you'll pray for her, there's something going on. I imagine. And for all those who, as one of the intentions was, I think for me, Christopher, that for those who, who, don't understand that and who actually fear God um, in a a way that is uh, unhelpful rather than one that is virtuous. Okay.
1: All right. Thank you. Thanks, David and Chris for um, listening backstage. Normally people won't get like two or three episodes in a row, but we just happen to be recording three (laughs) in a row today. So um, anyways, people are going to listen to these two or three weeks apart and be like, (laughs) how do these people always get backstage? <laughs> but um, all right. Uh, Father Michael, can you give us a blessing?
0: Of course. May the Lord bless you and keep you, cause his face to shine upon you, have mercy on you. May our Lord give you everything you need, um, confidence. May he give you an understanding of his love for you. May he give you a faith and a hope in his guidance and in his affirming of you in the fact that the cross and the the great sacrifice was for you and for those you love and for everyone in the church. May he grant you um, a healthy awareness of the distance between his objective greatness and our, our smallness peaks of sin. May he always let you hear the words approach with the fear of God, that you may always understand that the distance is something to be crossed and and the distance between God that we mean when we say the fear of God is something that is, is in process we acknowledge it, we thank God for it, and then we we move on through his grace. May you understand that better and better every day and in every moment. May the Lord grant you everything you need and everything you want, even the salvation of your soul. May the Lord bless you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.